Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Shannon and Mio here today. We have a special episode about self-healing and how you can facilitate uh, knowing what the hell is going on in your body and how you can heal yourself in so many ways and work through um, a lot of your emotional and energetic connections with your physical ailments sometimes. And mm -hmm. uh, we just really wanted to be open and share about our journey, our experiences personally, as well as client experiences, friend experiences, and just open up the conversation to alternative therapies for how to heal yourself and that you don't have to run straight. Yeah. Depend on someone else. <laughs> depend on someone to... else. Yep. So we, so we had talked in a previous episode that was beautifully said, by the way, Mio, thank you. Um, we had talked about in a previous episode that we, we, um, have the capacity to give our power away a lot of times when we don't know what needs to happen in our healing journey, or we just want somebody to take care of it for us. And really we need to take responsibility for our own journey in that way. And then healers have a role of supporting us in that journey and, and creating space that's safe and a container that is reflective and gives us feedback on our journey or what needs our attention. And self-healing, what we want to talk about in this episode is you actually taking the initiative to work with your own energy, including visualizing energy moving through your body and to target those areas, either emotionally, psychologically, or physically in your body to help support yourself in your healing journey, or even take care of the issue, depending on what it is you are struggling with. Um, so we wanted to go into lots of details about how that can happen and actually how easy it is to work with your own energy. I would say the biggest obstacle to get over would be your own belief that you could do this for yourself or that it would work if you point. do do it. So mm -hmm. we want to talk a bit about how easy it is to actually step into the role, active role of healing yourself using your own energy and, and the universal energy that's available to you. Yep. So our disclaimer that we wanted to put out there first is like, obviously, if you have a broken leg or something serious, yes, go see a fucking doctor, go see somebody, do what you need to do, right? We just wanted to be very transparent about like how we use energy on ourselves and even mm -hmm. working on our children or, or sending good energy to even our animals and distance Reiki and yep. just how it works and how we actually do incorporate it into day-to-day -day life, mm -hmm. life, 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 <laughs> live too. <laughs> I think the first statement that we can make is that it's much easier than what you believe it to be. You don't have to have a special ability or a special sensitivity in order to see or feel energy. You can you can do this with yourself. It's all about your intention and your willingness to take responsibility for whatever it is that you're challenged in life about, or whatever you've been traumatized by, or whatever wounds you're carrying with you. Um, yeah. yeah, you don't like we you, literally our systems, our physical bodies, our energetic bodies, our 
built to channel energy. That's how we are in these human forms. We all have the same chakra system. It all flows through all of us in the same general pattern. Therefore, we all have the equipment to actually activate our capacity to administer healing to ourselves. So just like I would go and lay on someone's Reiki table and receive healing from them, I can also lay hands on myself and Mm -hmm. have that energy flow into me from me, well, through me, and it still works. So yeah. yeah. Like even last night, you know, we had recorded, I had a, I had worked earlier in the daytime and I was like, I have a headache coming on and I hydrate well, I eat properly. Sometimes it's hormonal, whatever the cause is. My thing is like, I don't want to take pills. I don't want to take medicine. I'll do whatever needs to get done. And so I'm very self-aware. So I know what my body feels like and when it's off. So that's the first thing is like knowing what your body's actually supposed to feel like. Like Mm -hmm. you're not supposed to have stomach aches every day. You're not supposed to have heart palpitations. You're not supposed to feel like a frazzled piece of walking nervous system about to pop off any second. Like that's not normal. Yep. That's not neutral. I should say Mm -hmm. like you want to find neutralized. So when I have something like a headache coming on, it's like, well, first emotionally, energetically, I'm like, what's on my mind that I'm not letting go of right now, or that I'm spinning in a circle because that is coming out physically in my body. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, gut check. Let's see. All right. And then it's physical thing. Have I had enough water? Have I, you know, have I nourished myself properly? And if not, drink more water. Like that's my, <laughs> right. when all else fails, drink more water. Then it's like, okay, I need, I, I intuitively put my, you know, hands and fingertips on certain points of my head and just like acupressure, but I'm not, you know, nobody's, I'm not trained in this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just knowing where to push and where to relieve pressure and then cutting off like the throb of certain like blood cells go or blood cells, blood, you know, like the vein, feeling the throbbing yes. and the pressure building and holding it there. Or sometimes I'll do, and I had like the rose quartz, mm-hmm. uh, I was doing rose quartz all over my, my head last night. And then even did like 20, 30 minutes in the sauna because it's like the heat releases all the pressure. And I realized the headache was actually tied into my neck and shoulders. Cause I was holding everything up to my fucking ears oh tension. anxiety so it was all tension that had built up through through my neck shoulders and gone up through and down to like my eyebrows and my eyes were just so tense and i was like oh shit it was okay so let's it's too too bright let's darken things down let's mm-hmm. quiet thing let's quiet everything the everything around the house a hot 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 shower with mm-hmm. dropping eucalyptus oil in the in the shower and letting it steam and open up all the pressure in my like sinus it all of that stuff deep breaths calming my nervous system down realizing okay i'm safe like all of these things that yeah i could have sat there and just like took a pill and been like okay but right. that does nothing temporarily right Well, and it prevents you from actually asking the deeper question of why could this be happening it skips the step of self-awareness and, and knowing, you know, in an intimate level, okay, what's happening in my body, taking the time to ask our bodies, what's going on? What do you need? What, what is out of alignment? What needs attention? So what you're, needs attention? There we yeah, go. what you're explaining is you'd saying, okay, I don't want to pick, take a pill for this. 
I want to find out more of why this could be happening. Why is my body doing this right now? Mm -hmm. Yep. Because everything is a notification system in your body, right? We always talk about that. Indicator light. Indicator light. But then you also came and told me this morning how, I forget what the energy spikes were or whatever, because another friend of mine that just went through Reiki level two yesterday was talking about these types of headaches as well. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so maybe. The earth energy has a lot to do. I mean, we're big electrical circuits. So anytime Mm -hmm. there's a spike in earth's energy or the energy that comes from the sun, our physical bodies have to process that and we, we feel it and it can manifest as a headache often or fatigue or dehydration or all kinds of stuff that, um, the physical body does when it's having trouble processing a lot of energies, paying attention. I think that's key, right? You want to take responsibility for your healing and, and you have to pay attention, but you also have the willingness to, you have to have the willingness to go deeper and ask, why is this happening? What, what could be the root of this? What could be stimulating this for me or triggering? And then once you do that work, I mean, it's a treasure chest full of possibility as you step into that work, even though it's really hard to do. And we talked about this in our shadow work episode as well. It's really hard work, but it's so cathartic and worth it. And your physical body will then respond as you release that energy from addressing it and doing what's needed to repair and release and rewire the patterns. So that is energy work. You paying attention to what you need, what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're in alignment with, what you're not in alignment with, and then choosing to address it. So that's taking responsibility. And then how do you, how can you actually physically and mentally and emotionally, energetically support yourself in this process too? It's so easy. We talk too a lot about how intention, feelings, thoughts are all energy. So when you're doing all of those things, you're moving energy. The next step for you then is to just put your hands on yourself. And that's not even necessary. You can just sit quietly and imagine the energy moving through your body. And in particular, what I find very helpful in healing is pulling energy through your crown, but that energy is coming straight from source. It's the Mm -hmm. purest form of unconditional love, light energy that is so healing and so rejuvenating that it's going to neutralize and heal everything that it comes in contact with when it is moving through your body. So if I would say there's any rule to follow when you do this, it would just be that you're using the highest vibrational energy that's available to you. And that's source energy. And you can access that. Like some people really don't feel that they're capable of accessing it or that they're worthy enough or that they don't have the special gifts to access it. We we're all made this way. We're all meant Mm -hmm. to come back to that. So we're meant to remember that we can pull this energy through our body and use it in beautiful ways to manifest, to heal, to grow and expand. So we want to teach you guys how to do that today. Yes. Yeah. As you listen, can I, can I bong my little name for it? Please do it. I am upset. So part of the self-healing thing as I've been experimenting with sound healing and anybody who comes into my house, I'm like, lay down on my couch. (laughs) 
<laughs> you're getting Reiki, sound bowls, and a tuning fork, and we're pulling some tarot cards. So I was just doing this right before we started recording, and um, we were talking you're about gonna... how it made our, our third eye tingle. So Yeah, it was making my third eye vibrate. It's beautiful. Let's see if it'll go. Is that too loud? Nope, it's not loud at all. Try it again. can barely hear it. Oh, maybe because we're recording now. Oh. Of course. That's okay. That's been a fun one to play with because even the dog loves it. My kids love it. When I'm not looking, I hear them playing with the sound bowl, like trying to get it to sing. <clears throat> yeah. Well, because they understand too, they're going to be intuitively led to frequency and your, well, your daughter just loves music. So Pisces. Yeah. yes, that's very, very healing. Those vibrations can be very, very healing. So I did a sound bowl healing the other day uh, before my float and it was really amazing. She had the big giant crystal bowls and then we were laid out on yoga mats. And at one point it even felt like um, I was on a table or levitating because I ah. could feel the vibrations and feel the, the energy of everything swirling around my entire body. Like there wasn't even a floor beneath me. It was the wildest craziest thing I've experienced in a while. So that's rad. Definitely recommend those. Yeah. And that's, that's just frequency energy. And what, what those things do is those frequencies harmonize everything in your body. So that is a healing thing when you, it realigns all of the frequencies in your body. And that's why people feel so good after having sound healings like that. So that's a thing. You guys listen to music, dance to music, get a singing bowl or go to a sound bath and see how you feel afterwards. That's all energy moving. That is in it moving in a very healing way. Yep. So you don't necessarily need to go to a healer to have them take care of your stuff. You can use somebody who does this work as a support system and to hold space for you while you take a deeper look at your challenges. I feel like it's important to note as well that this is, you know, using your own energy and accessing source energy. You don't have to have formal training in how to do this. You don't have to be Reiki attuned. You don't have to be a, in, initiated into any other energy healing modality. In fact, those are, those are human constructions of how to work with your body's energy your energy bodies on the different levels and then source energy. So if that helps you conceptualize your ability to work with it, then take that in as truth for you. But there are all those traditions out there that have been helpful for people. It is important to understand that people have been writing about how to heal themselves for a long time. And a more modern resource that's available is, um, Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's a neuroscientist and he, he writes a lot about accessing the quantum levels of your energy field and working with yourself at that level to heal your body. And he talks about this over a series of books that he's written that are super interesting. And if you're into this kind of stuff, it'll kind of blow your mind because he talks about biohacking your, your spirit and your body essentially to create whatever it is that you need to create. Typically people use these methods for healing their bodies from some disease or emotional tragedies that they've experienced. 
So his book, Becoming Supernatural, is a really important one for this kind of work. And he essentially is teaching you how to work with your body at a quantum level to heal yourself. And he has a few other books that are really amazing too, all about how your thoughts become things and the energy you put behind it is what actually stimulates healing in the body. So being very aware of what it is you're dealing with, being aware of your feelings, um, how you are holding them in a healthy way or not, and what you're choosing to do about all of it, and then doing the actual energy healing work of reconstructing healthy energy to take place of the things that have been damaged. So I would encourage you guys to check out Joe Dispenza and his books around this healing method. Mm -hmm. It's so easy. It just takes work. And I think that's what deters a lot of people is that that feels overwhelming to, to have to work with that every day or at a high frequency in order to see results. But it's very, that's the hard part is doing it consistently, but it's very easy to work with your energy. It just requires stillness and it requires conscious awareness of what you're trying to work with. And willingness to believe that you have the power to do this on your own. And of course, if you don't need intervention from a medical doctor <laughs> or a therapist, right? We're keeping that in mind. Yeah. This doesn't take the place of those things. This is like, if something isn't sitting right with yourself and you're like, something's off, mm -hmm. these are very easy ways to like tune into yourself and then get validation. Yes. And so I feel like this is a great opportunity to talk about questions for deeper reflection around your challenges, right? So doing your shadow work and Mio and I've been constructing an emotional healing document mm -hmm. that would, it's just a series of questions for each of the chakras that really get you very deep into what you may be experiencing on in each of those locations energetically. And when you're doing that work, it kind of breaks open your awareness to wounds that you have and why they're there and when they were established, really helping you to start the process of rewiring all of that, releasing it and rewiring it. That is something that we'll have available for download in our collective if you're interested, but it's an opportunity to take your healing to another level and go deeper with yourself. So as you do that, it sets the stage for release of all of that energy. It's not absolutely necessary to be like hardcore in those deep reflective moments all the time. In fact, that would be exhausting for you right. and it's counterproductive at times. Um, we take breaks from healing so that we can integrate. So I want to put that out there too. You don't always have to be working so hard on your healing. You have to take time to release, integrate and enjoy life wherever you're at in that process. But all the time you can put your hands on yourself and you can close your eyes and you can imagine the most beautiful light unconditional love energy coming in through your crown and moving through every cell of your body. I would encourage you all to do this. You can even rub your palms together to activate your healer hands, your healer hand chakras, because we all have them. 
your hands may even get hot as you put them on yourself and you start channeling this energy through you. But what I like to do, and I do this often actually, um, more now than ever, just because the way earth's energy is, is really wacky right now. I just put my hands on myself five minutes at a time. And I just see that light coming in through me. And I imagine it filling all the places that it needs to fill so that eventually I'm like sparkly full from the inside out and it starts spilling out everywhere. Like it spills out my ears and it comes out my eyes and my nose. And it's wow. kind of strange, like in, in a strange way. I also, this is a really funny thing that I do too, but remember the Britney Spears music video where she's in that like body suit. That's all diamond sparkly. Kind of. I can't remember what song that is, but like every time I'm doing this work, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm wearing my like bodysuit of diamonds now because oh my I, feel, God. <laughs> I fill myself up with that light so that I'm like sparkling from the inside out. And then as you do this work and seriously, it can be five minutes at a time, every little bit counts. And what you're doing is you're like recharging your energy this way, but you you also want to see it coming out of your body somewhere. So it's going all the way through and taking with it anything that needs to go. So you can watch it filling empty spaces. You can watch it going to places that have darker, like smudged or, um, you know, like dirty, like needs to be scrubbed clean kind of imagery. You can see it neutralizing all of that. You can see it breaking things loose and flowing through your body for release whatever imagery works for you, just do it. And then do that for five minutes or longer if you want to. And when you're done, you're done. So you can also target certain areas. So if I'm having a problem, you know, maybe I have a sore throat or when I was very sick with COVID, I had the terrible COVID headache for two days straight. And I thought my brain was melting. So I just had my hands on my head almost all the time. And I just was infusing my skull with light and I was watching it push things through my body and release. And so I would have these periods of relief for a little while and then my head would start throbbing again, but it's just setting the intention to pull that energy through your body and have it be the highest vibrational light that is healing. And I like to repeat to myself in my head, I am healing. I am healed. Okay. I am whole. And I do that over and over again. And I also say out loud with my voice that this light is moving through every cell, repairing it to perfection, releasing what is no longer necessary for this body to hold. So I say things like that to facilitate the integration and then the release of what needs to go. That was a big explanation for that what I was, did. but that was really good. <laughs> no, that was great. And then I think also to point out, we were going to put this, I think in the disclaimer too, is that sometimes these things pop up because of the lesson that we're learning or going through. And yes. so sometimes it's like, yes, this is amazing because it will show us things to ourselves. So we might finally have an awareness as to why something is happening to our, to ourselves, mm -hmm. to our bodies, but it doesn't mean it will hundred percent fully go away once the awareness is there of it. Because mm -hmm. sometimes like we we're talking how in someone's birth chart, I can see where people are susceptible to their wounds, susceptible to pain, trauma, things like that. 
And then we've even talked about it with like past life regressions of how sometimes the guides will be like, nope, we're going to heal her of this thing, but not fully because she's going to have a little remembrance so that she'll always remember, you know, because yes. what better thing to remember than pain as a reminder of X, Y, Z or whatever, right? Yeah. Or something that's just, uh, there's a presence in the life because it's a challenge that you set up to figure out how to overcome or how to adapt to life with this consistently being there. It's a big, it's a big lesson. Absolutely. But to me, even like when I look at people's birth charts and I can see their health and wellness, I can see certain placements that would make them susceptible to like, I I'm thinking off the top of my head, I know someone with like major either like reproductive issues or feminine mm -hmm. issues. And they have like Venus, Mars conjunction shit going on or Venus, Pluto aspects. Oh, wow. Um, in the sixth house or something like that. That's, you know, sixth house is the health and wellness or the first house of the body, or they're going mm -hmm. through a perfection year where it's affecting these things. And these are the, the planets or the alignments that are happening. And so that's how it's coming out in their body and coming out mm -hmm. in translation, but it correlates to something that's also going on in their life energetically on that level as well. So there's multiple levels that I see when someone's going through things in their chart. It's really, it's wild. I think it's fascinating. It's and fascinating. what a, what a great tool to understand the soul journey that goes along with this physical body or the soul journey, the, the physical body is a reflection of the soul journey and the, the lessons that are meant to be learned or moved through. And having that challenge is going to provide such a huge growth opportunity, um, whatever that may be. So I, I feel you like some of these things, we are not meant to be healed to the point of being erased, right? It's the healing could be that you've come to terms with it and you can surrender to this as it is what it is right now. And what am I learning through this process of surrender? And perhaps that's what we need to ask ourselves in some of this. I feel like too, any kind of physical healing that we try to do will only be temporary unless we do the emotional healing along with it, like in conjunction with it, mm -hmm. because we're energy first and physical last. So whatever our physical body is showing us, it's a manifestation of what we're holding or what we've come in with energetically that needs our attention or that we'll be learning from in big ways. So physical healing, I always ask like what's going on emotionally and mentally. Mm -hmm. If my physical body is like talking to me in a loud way, like, okay, what do I really because need? It's not normal. It's like, we don't just take it as, oh, I, something's wrong. Okay. Moving on. Ignore. It's like, uh, -uh why is, why the fuck is my body doing this right now? Yeah. Especially things that aren't, um, you know, normal, like aging wear and tear kind of progressions through life. I even think that injuries like spontaneous experiences, like injuries that happen, I even feel like they happen because over time our, that part of the body became susceptible to having that injury. And, and then the perfect storm of conditions arrived for that body part to be affected, but it had become weak through the energy, like the, the lack of energetic flow or the stuckness that was there. So I don't know how many people would actually agree with that point of view, but I tend to feel that, well, that's what I see in 
when I'm working with clients too. Yeah. And, and then in my own life, I almost freaking broke my wrists last fall skateboarding oh and God, people would be, crazy. yeah. And people would be like, Oh, that was like a freak accident, whatever. No, when you look up what the right wrist is for the emotional and psychological meaning behind injuries or just like pain in that area, it was exactly relevant, like word for word relevant to what I was going through emotionally at the time. Yep. Like, and you caught yourself, right? Well, like, is that well ish? I did. And that's why. <laughs> And that's right. why I got so injured. That's what I was saying though. Cause mm -hmm. it was like a, a risk of falling and catching yourself. Right? Yeah. It, it's just, it was just remarkable. Yes. How much it aligned. I can't remember if I did it, if we talked about it here or if I was just talking on um, Austin's podcast about it or certain um, astrological placements. Like I remember dropping something. Oh, I dropped a huge MDF board on my foot. And then I, it was like a perfection year where it was like Pisces or there something that in Pisces rules the feet. So it was something weird like that, like Mars and Pisces, I forget, but. Uh, so you could, you saw it reflected in the, the birth charts. In mine. Yeah. Like yeah. in a transit. And then there was uh, one where I burnt my, my hand on the, on like the hot, like I was cooking something. Didn't realize that the flame was like heating up the handle and yeah. I went to go grab it and I burned my hand. And uh, Mars was in Cancer, which is the home and the family. <laughs> and so it was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And Mars is fire and war. And like, oh, <laughs> and heat and aggression and heat, or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Isn't that um, fascinating? Our, so our circumstances in our body will speak to us. And it's almost like the universe orchestrates these opportunities to align but it's also partly our manifestation of it because of what we're holding on to. It's like this perfect alignment of, okay, this is what's going on in your body energetically. And the universe is saying, okay, this is less in time. Right. And so that all comes together to give us these grand opportunities to pay attention to what we really need to be paying attention to. Right. So stopping us in our tracks sometimes, yeah. forcing us to slow down, making it so that we have no other option but to pay attention. And unfortunately, that's not always the healthiest, right? When we get to that, when we yeah. get to that point. Also thinking of how sometimes like thing, how the energy can move through us from other people as well. And oh, how yes. like, I've, I've had to use, you know, Reiki myself to get other people's stank ass energy off and away from me <laughs> because they, whether or not it's conscious or not, they're in my fucking auric field and I can feel it. Yeah. It's very easy to absorb other people's stuff. And especially yeah. because, you know, as much as I put myself out there for my career, for mm -hmm. it leaves myself very open, open and susceptible to, you know, there's that part of my auric field that I expose to the general public, but it's like, I still put the intentions that like high vibrational people would get, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. People can have stank ass energy when they're moving <laughs> through big shit, right? So they can be like amazing people, yeah. but then have this intensely Dude, difficult shit that they're moving that, yeah. through. I, I have a lot of, a lot of shit that I've had to work through and work through current it's layers, mm -hmm. but it's self-awareness and realizing when these things, uh, percolate, mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> when they bubble to the surface and like, oh, okay. And this needs healing. Yep. Breathe it and through, push it through. 
sound bowl that motherfucker till it goes away. Sound bowl that motherfucker. <laughs> you love I think me. I do love you. You yeah. make me laugh yeah. and it's so amazing. I, I think that's actually a really important point though, that, um, what you keep, what I keep hearing you say is that you have to be willing to be aware to what you're going through and what you're feeling and what your body is experiencing. And then asking why, instead of looking for like the easiest thing to get rid of it, dull the pain, numb the pain, putting the bandaid on the bullet wound kind of philosophy of you got to look for the root cause and for pretty much everything it's going to be emotion emotions or mental patterns that stimulate eventually the physical manifestation of pain or illness in the body that being said though there are some things that we have chosen to experience um, at the soul level to be able to learn that way. So there are some things I know we had said, not everything is meant to be healed. Um, there are some things that we have chosen to experience because it of the opportunity for pretty big lessons. Mm -hmm. And because it isn't healed the way you think it should be, doesn't necessarily mm -hmm. mean it's a failure, right? That is a great point because, so when we talk about manifesting and shit, right? Mm -hmm. Healing work is also trying to manifest a healing. Mm -hmm. So- yep it's, you also have to release the same way when you're trying to manifest money mm -hmm. or whatever, X, Y, Z, you got to release the expectations on how the healing is going to come, when the healing is going to come and to what level it's going to happen. Right. And being able to detach from those outcomes and be open to what that's going to look like. And yeah, I know this is really sad because just like, I know somebody recently who friend of a friend who lost a son very suddenly to cancer and surgery and stuff like that. Yeah. And so it's, it's hard because you'll get people that are like, pray, 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 pray for a healing, pray for a healing. But it's like, what if the healing was this body's done and the soul's healed or what if move on? Yeah. Or what if the healing is the, is a part of the family going through witnessing that little mm. boy's journey. Absolutely. I have two very important points that I, well, geez, I think they're important points that very I want to bring up. Points. So one right there, when people, I learned this um, several years ago, you know, it makes a lot of sense when you stop to think about it. When people set it, like sending you love or sending you healing or praying for a certain outcome, you know, you're coming from a great place. You, you have a good heart. You want what's best for that person. But um, when you pray for a certain outcome, mm -hmm. you have no idea if you're working against that soul's priority for their journey. While you may feel that you think the best outcome is this, and I'm going to pray for a healing, or I'm going to pray that things work out this way for you, or I'm going to, you know, send you energy for this to turn out that way, you could actually energetically be working against their best interest. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. If you are going to send healing energy to anybody or prayers or send intentions, just say for their best and highest good, whatever that may be, I send them this love, right? Mm -hmm. That is the most respectful honorable thing that you can do with energy i'll do a lot of like sending out of uh, with love but also peace 
mm-hmm. and contentment and understanding. So yep. I always pray that they have an understanding as to what's going on, a clarity about the situation and peace with it. And peace. Yep. And I, I don't think a lot of people stop to think about the ramifications of what their thoughts and intentions coming from a good place could actually be doing to that other person and be counterproductive to what their actual journey is meant to be. So I I try to remind people of that, that always pray or intend or send healing for their best and highest good, whatever that may be. Yeah. Cause on a human standpoint, like with this situation is cause it's fresh. It's like as a mom, yes, I want to see a child heal and go home right. with a mama. Right. As a medium, I tuned into his energy and he said, I get back in that body. Yeah. He was in a coma and I'm like, are you going to jump back in? And he was like, if I get back in, it's going to be painful and it's going to end even worse than if I go right now. Aww. So that's like, Okay, I pray that this healed your soul, heals your family, brings them together closer, makes everybody love on their kids a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like the ripple from this, I can only pray that this is for the this was the best and highest good of all involved. Yep. Well, and as a soul, he it sounds like he was making that choice. Right. Mm-hmm. He was making a choice for what was what he wanted. It's always hard though when we try to understand it from our human perspective. Absolutely. And and we're tied to different outcomes. Because for me too, like, you know, having spent so many years in the church and just seeing how you're like, you pray for healing, you pray for healing, you pray for healing and you lay hands and do this. And, you know, if Mm -hmm. it be the Lord's will and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, maybe this lifetime, this is the lessons that. Yep. Or you don't know, you don't know what, what, karma is being played out right now in front of our eyes in this person's mm-hmm. life yep. of what has just returned back to them. Yep. So many balancing. Where, yep. And it's, yeah, it's a balancing act of on a soul level or something like we don't really, we don't freaking know why yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a really great point. I'm glad that we stumbled into that actually, because it's important for understanding how to work with your own healing. And then if you are going to be working with anybody else with healing energy, which you, you can, you guys, you don't, you can lay your hands on somebody with pure love in your heart. And mm-hmm. that will be very healing to them. Um, provided they give you permission to do yeah. that. Right. Yes. Consent. Yes. <laughs> don't just start laying hands on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something else that I wanted to talk about is when you are engaging with your own healing, what you need to keep in mind too, is are you coming from a place of fear in the healing that you're doing, or are you coming from a place of love? And so let me just reiterate or like explain what I mean here about that. When we are going through something, especially something serious. So like if you have significant illness in your body and you really want to address this, you want to heal as much as you can, you want a better way forward. Maybe your diagnosis is something that's significant and severe and you're scared. And you're going to do whatever you can to prolong your life. Something that I was thinking about just recently, actually, is the understanding that you have the power to heal yourself. You really do. There are some cases where illness is a soul lesson and a soul journey, but in most cases, illness manifests in the body because of what we're holding there and we're failing to process and release. So when you are in this situation and you need significant 
healing in your body, when you are working with your own energy and you're working with source energy, you have to be very aware of the place that you're coming from in this healing. If you are coming from a place of fear, that is not the energy you want to be working with. If you're in a place of fear, when you're trying to do this energy work, everything that you're doing, everything that you're doing for your body is going to be saturated with that fear energy. And it's almost counterproductive to what you're trying to accomplish because you're coming from a place of um, well, fear and anxiety. If this doesn't happen, if this doesn't work, what's going to happen to me? Or it's like um, the energy of desperation. You're going to do whatever you need to yeah. do to find um, a solution. Yeah. And we talk about the feedback loop, mm -hmm. your, your thoughts becoming your reality in the feedback loop. And so that's why we do often mention like, okay, focus on I'm healing. I'm finding the answers that I need. Yes. Everything is working out for mm -hmm. me. All of these things that are affirming and telling the universe that these are things that are in motion. I'm finding the answers. I'm working with the right people. Say these things. The universe will respond back to you. If your feedback loop is I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. You're going to stay fucking sick because yes. you have believed you have like, Yes, your body's actually sick. The shit you go through, you're sick. But if you're staying there mentally and you're never focusing on the healing aspect, you're just succumbing to the fact that you're like, this is, well, this is, this is how it's going to be. Instead of trying, you know, at least even attempting to get out of that mindset, you know, however the outcome is, mm -hmm. at least like, you ain't going down without a fight, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Not the people who listen to our fucking channel. Like I hope not. not <laughs> and what you're essentially saying too, is this is a process of surrendering to what is. And, and Amelia agrees with that. That's fine. Thank you, girl. Oh, she's so funny. She's um, super protective of me, especially if I'm home alone. She's like any little sound. Okay. I love so it. So essentially what you're saying is this is a process of surrendering to what is, and thank you, Amelia. And then coming to a place where you have to let go of that fear Well, face your fear. So what would the ultimate fear be in this situation would be death. I'm afraid of dying. Just, yeah. Most people's fear. Yep. That's interesting. Most, most people's fear is the fear of dying yet a lot of people don't change what they need and they should be afraid of how they're living. <laughs> yes. Right. Like, yes. And I, I never want to go back to the way I was living before where my, my daily thoughts and the way that my body felt before, mm -hmm. like when I was not focused on feeling good and, and being good to my nervous system and good to my body, like mm -hmm. yep. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't even begin to, that would just be, I mean, I could see how mm -hmm. back to that, but yeah. I wouldn't want to. Right. Well, that's not actually giving you any solutions in that situation either. It's just repeating the pattern. This realization that am I doing this healing work out of fear? Yes. For the most part, that will be the case for people in this situation where you have a pretty dire diagnosis or journey that you're on. But once you can surrender to what is and say, okay, from this point forward, 
everything that I put into my body, everything that I do for my body is medicine. So I tell people who mm, may be in this situation is instead of doing all of these things from a place of fear, do these things from a place of love, from a place of love for your vessel, for how it carries your soul, mm -hmm. from a place of gratitude for what you get to experience every day. And that everything you put in your body is full of light and love and is medicine. So even if it's freaking chemotherapy, which some would say is it's poison, right? It kills the bad Everything. cells, but it yeah. kills the good cells too. Yeah. You could look at chemotherapy. You could put your hands on your chemo bag and you could infuse it with light and you could turn that shit into medicine. All of it is medicine. All of it is going in my body. All of it is going to um, help me heal. Yep. yep. And I actually have a friend who did this. He had a cancer diagnosis. It was a reoccurrence and every, he's a Reiki master as well. And every chemo treatment, he put his hands on that chemo bag and he would infuse it with light. And he, everything he put in his body was just pure love and light. And he's like free and clear now. I like, love that. Yes. Free and clear. I mean, it was the combination of medicine supporting his body. He was also using some alternative therapies that were supporting his immune system as well as fighting, um, the disease in a natural way. And then all of that energy work too, but his mindset was always there. Like, I love this body. I love this life. I love the tools that I have. It's pure light and love going into my body. And he would put his hands on himself every single day in a loving healing way and infuse his whole body with light. So Beautiful. rather than coming from a place of fear, like know where you're coming from, is it, are you doing these things for he, quote unquote healing out of a place of fear and anxiety, which is natural to human experience, but can you move to that place of pure love for your experience, for your vessel, for your soul, for this journey. And when you do, um, it changes the mindset and it changes the parameters for how, uh, deeply and broadly you're able to heal. Well, that was a lot. That was a lot. That's that good. was a lot, but That's I wanted good. to, I wanted to make those points, um, because I do feel like the energy of where we come from makes a huge, huge difference in yeah, our capacity to heal to that belief system too. back to faith and belief and like quantum, how the quantum field works and how your yes. thoughts are, how your thoughts become things and how your thoughts can move things around and you can change the landscape of so many things. Right. So mm -hmm. if you're one thing I see is like, if, you're constantly in a state of like, is this working versus this is actually working and I'm feeling better and I'm healing myself and I am becoming whole every day. And I love myself through this process and I'm purging and cleansing and I'm filtering through the shit in my life while I'm healing my body, but I'm also mentally healing all this other shit at the same time. Yes. So when we talk about self-healing, that's what we're referring to is like, how do you heal all your shit? Well, <laughs> what yeah. you're, knowing what you're going through of why you're going through it. And yes, you know. it's essentially the human journey, right? Why do we come here as souls otherwise than to do this? We don't come here just to like Fuck around. exist and breathe <laughs> and grow old. We come here to be very conscious 
to our experience to look deeply into all that we feel because remember feeling is how we learn our lessons here so if we're not looking deeply into what we're experiencing and how we're feeling and what we've been through then are we actually learning what we said we would come and learn as a soul so i think about that shit all the time yeah, that's true this is the nature of why we come to earth school is to, to learn how to look within ourselves and to determine what needs our attention and how to grow from it, even, and to have such love and compassion for ourselves going through such hard shit yeah. and to be so brave and courageous to step into that and address it and to come to the other side of it. That to me is the essence of the human journey. And, you know, we're going to be fully conscious when we transition out of these bodies. Yep. And I think about that all the time too. Yep. Like, wow, we're going to know we're going to, we're going to be aware fully. We're going to have such beautiful perspective on our life and probably some cringeworthy moments. Oh, right. <laughs> Absolutely. But we, but we're going to be able to look back and say, oh, okay. I did that well. I looked at myself. I, I tried to grow and learn. I, I tried to do this with humility. I tried to do it with courage. And then, wow, I really fucked that part up. And I'll probably have that on my next iteration. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> it's like, it's like taking an exam and you, oh, you just hit the, the skip button, but you're, you'll come back to it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, you know, that's part of it too, right? We're just, we're on this consistent, continuous journey of evolution as we advance as our souls and some shit we got to repeat, right? Sometimes it takes a little longer to integrate the lessons, but yeah, some of our souls are a little more hard-headed than others. So yeah, for sure. Stubborn ass bitches that we can be. Anything else that we wanted to bring up? Well, um, yes. Like so you can put your hands on yourself. You can put your hands on your children. And if you're a, a mother or a father already, you know, if, if you're touching your children lovingly in a nurturing way, you're, you're transferring love energy and that's super healing. You can do it in a very conscious way now in a very deliberate way where you, you know, ask them if you can, can I give you some healing love energy? I'm sure they're going to say yes. <laughs> And my youngest son, he's super empathic and he just loves that. He, he loves it when I do that. And you just watch them being filled up with love light and just release yourself from any attachment to outcomes, just the pure love that you have for them for their best and highest good. That's the most important part of working with energy, especially if you're going to be touching anyone else with yep. healing hands, you can do it on your animals. Like I like oh, Roscoe Reiki all the time. Yeah. My dog, she's a rescue. You heard her barking. She's like super overprotective of me. So that dog is like on me all the time. She wants me to be touching her. She sleeps next to me. So I'm putting my hands on her all the time and giving her healing energy. You know, I give my chickens Reiki. Like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they're not doing well and I just pick them up and I hold them and they get a bunch of Reiki and they, you know, believe it or not, they love it too. <laughs> yeah. Whenever so you kids like get, you know, bring home a, a, a new thing from, you know, school or when they do get something, I'll Reiki them immediately and then treat them physically 
mm-hmm. two things to like expedite their body to facilitate their own healing. I don't just mm-hmm. pump them full of drugs if they don't need it. Like if their their fever's at a reasonable rate and I know that's their body doing its fucking job, the immune yes. system is kicking in and it's doing yep. what it's built to do. I will just, okay, we're keeping an eye on it. We're keeping you hydrated. We're letting you rest. You're not gonna, like your brain's gonna rest, like basic things, right? And mm-hmm. they're better. They're yeah. better faster. And we're like, okay, that was that. And moving on. And Ezra comes for his snuggles and for his little like, okay, can you, you know, can you put some healing? And mm-hmm. or before, you know, before we even go to bed too, like, okay, let's send this love out or let's do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And it's not limited just to just people or animals. You can send it to situations. You can send it to world events you can give it to earth you can my friend the other day she's like same day i had a flash of like needing to send love out to all the children and protection out to children Mm -hmm. she messaged me like not even an hour within that like i just got this overwhelming feeling of empathy for all the children and that we needed to send out protection and same thing thing i was feeling was like whoa wild okay we're on the same page on a collective level to like push that out energetically Mm-hmm. for whatever that is going Absolutely. on or whatever Yeah. And I would also encourage people to like, it's not, it's not just your body either. It's everything you put in your body too. So I teach this to my Reiki students, like infuse your food and water with light and love energy to transform it into the highest vibrational nutrition and fuel that you can. We don't think about that. I mean, we used to I grew up Catholic. You grew up in the church as well. We used to pray over our food all the time. Essentially you're showing gratitude for Mm -hmm. what you have, but you're also infusing your food with light and love. I mean, it's creating medicine for your body. However, you want to take responsibility for your healing, know that you can do this in many ways and you can work with your own energy so effectively and I tell people all the time too, it's, it can be as easy as going to YouTube and finding a, a chakra clearing meditation that you really yep. love and doing that you are doing energy work. That is energy work. That's very healing and grounding and recentering for you. Do it, do it. If it feels, if you feel called to it, do it and <laughs> do it, actually. do it, tuning fork, tuning fork. <laughs> there is, there is another book that. I haven't actually read all the way through, but I'm very familiar with the techniques. It's called the emotion code. Ooh, I, I, yep. I've uh, heard about that one. I cannot remember the author's life for, or the author's name for the life of me right now, but um, it's a, it's a popular book. And what it does is it teaches you. Bradley how, Nelson? I can't remember. Yeah. It's, my book is across the room, but Okay. Yep. Releasing trapped emotions. Yes. It teaches you how to do that yourself. So through a series of muscle testing, however you want to do it, I think you can do body sways or they may use like the finger muscle testing method, but it teaches you how to go through these different categories to release trapped emotions that are in your body. And I was recently having a discussion with another woman who she's a a healer herself. She's a Reiki master. She also does other healthcare stuff. And we were talking about how important it is to do the emotional work in conjunction with any physical things that you're addressing, because, and we were already mentioned this, you, if you cannot move the emotional and mental energy, your physical body 
will only respond temporarily. Like you really mm -hmm. have to move all of the energy in the body for the physical form to heal. I would encourage you guys, like, you know, whatever you can do, do your shadow work, check out our emotional healing PDFs that we're going to put in the collective, use those as a workbook to work from while you're engaging and working with just playing around with the energy of your own body and infusing yourself with love and light. Like we have been designed yeah. to do this. So you're and not going to, when you take your showers, your baths, yeah, everything is like, okay, I'm grounded. I am healing. Mm -hmm. I do it a lot in the shower too, actually. Now that I think every about time. it. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every, every time my showers are my cleansing station. It's my spiritual cleansing where everything's going down the drain. Yeah. Perfect. Washing my soul. <laughs> yeah. I tend to do it in when I'm in an Epsom salt bath and I program the water then to take whatever needs to go down the drain with it. And it's so simple. It's just the intention. And then knowing that you are working with your energy in a deliberate way and that it will work. It will work for you over time. It will, you'll notice a difference either in your mindset or the way your energy feels and how your physical body responds and whether or not it's a huge soul lesson for you to go through with that, through that experience, you, you will have that clarity. You will know, and you'll be able to surrender to it, or your condition will disappear with, you know, help from all the other things that you're using too, including a therapist or a doctor or whatever. Yep. So all we can say about that. Well, we can't, <laughs> <For> now. <laughs> yeah, we cannot wait to hear how you guys start working with your own energy. If you want to share stories with us, you can always let us know, just send us a message at souls and Stardust on Instagram or wherever. Just, we're always interested in hearing how you guys are integrating information or how it's helped you or what you're learning about in through your own journey of self-discovery and working with your own energy. Yep. Thank you, you guys. And we always enjoy having you. Yeah. And we will see you soon in the collective and or not <laughs> or online or wherever all the places we love you guys all the places we love you and we'll talk to you very soon bye thank you so much for joining us i'm shannon and that's mio we appreciate so much all of the love and support of the last couple of years while we create all the things for you including this podcast there are other ways you can support us as well you can now visit the souls and stardust podcast.com where you can order Oracle decks, book readings and healing sessions. You can join the collective, a membership group where we offer access to extended readings, mini courses on reading astrology charts or creating your own Oracle deck, also meditations and so much more. You could also join us on social media. We are on Instagram at Mio Baglini and at Gratitude Maven or at Souls and Stardust Podcast. We hope to see you there.